Welcome everybody to another episode of the Newly Made Podcast. I am your host, the Keith Meister, aka whatever name you could possibly think of. Because after all, I am up for suggestions. <laughs> Honestly, speaking of like having shit like nicknames, it's funny. Like I was just uh, kind of reminiscing on uh, some of the old nicknames I used to have. Right? Don't you love it? Like when you're uh, the youngest. Of all your siblings, even cousins too, and all of them come up with these really uh, interesting nicknames to say the least. Because uh, obviously everyone knows at this point my name is uh, Kiefer, and I remember um, how I uh, ended up getting the name, the nickname, because. Uh, well, actually, okay, reverse that. <laughs> I was sitting, reminiscing, thinking about a lot of the uh, old nicknames I used to have, or still have, I meant. And, uh, it's interesting because I remember uh, when I was in school, right, people uh, used to call me, like, I remember Chief Keef. Was I forget who said that to me, but yeah, one person called me Chief Keef, another person called me the Keef Meister. Another guy just called me Keef, for short. More people just call me Keef for short, right? Which is not too too bad. I I dig it. But the the one nickname though that really uh kind of had some tormented value behind it was the name Queefer. I remember, like, what happened was my uh, sister came into my elementary school. I think she was, like, dropping off lunch for me or something like that. And along the lines, she, like, was just joking around, and she called me Queefer. And then all the other kids, because little kids in school, right, they're like uh, sponges, right? They soak up everything they hear. So a bunch of people heard that, and then uh, everyone just started calling me that viciously. Which is brutal, because for some people, they were saying it as a joke, but then there was other people who were saying it generally to make fun of me. Right, which kind of sucked. Well, actually, no, it sucked a lot. Fuck, I remember a fucking... One of the teachers even laughed at it, which is stupid. <laughs> I'm laughing at it now, because looking back on it, I think it's funny, but at the time, it definitely wasn't. Yeah, that's why, like, uh, fuck, what was I gonna say? Shit. I keep, I always, like, I don't know why, but, like, I always have, uh, I always think, like, I'm gonna have something good to say, but then that something never comes up. So I'm like, fuck. Hold up, sorry, I'm just fucking with my settings here. What's going on here? Maybe it'll not work. I don't know. Fuck. Okay, never mind. I don't think it's going to work. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, but yeah, like... Especially as someone who was bullied a lot in school, it definitely, uh sucked a lot to have that name added to the the verbal arsenal of uh negativity i would say i was fine when like my brother or my sister would say it to me just because we're family right and other people like i said were generally saying that to me to piss me off but not only that but to actually just like pick on me and shit which was not fun yeah, I developed a lot of issues that I, to this day, I still have because of that. Uh, now I don't blame my sister, and the reason why is because how did how was she supposed to know that that's what was gonna happen? You know, because my sister has this nonchalant, I don't give a fuck attitude, which is just brilliant, especially when you see it in rare form at the right moment. You know, like, if she's in a really good mood, 
and she doesn't want to take shit seriously, and you try to take shit seriously with her, she's not going to take it seriously. Like, uh, you're just going to, like, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, my God, you're not going to believe what happened to me. And then she's just going to all of a sudden start laughing and be like, sorry, uh, what happened to you? Because <laughs> I remember, like, fucking, uh, I was trying to talk to her about something important one time. And I was like, Haley, I need your full undivided attention. Do I have it? And she just, she's eating, like, Chinese food, right? She kind of, like, looks at me and she's like, huh? You have my, yeah. I was like, okay. And then I started talking to her, right? And then, uh, and then she started laughing, right? And I was just like, what the fuck's so funny? And then she's looking at her Chinese food, right? And then she's looking back at me. And then she says, I gotta be completely honest with you. I didn't hear a word you just said. And then she starts laughing, right? And then, of course, you know, uh, I started laughing, you know, because it was serious, but at the same time, it wasn't like serious, like somebody was getting shot serious. It was more like, Something happened to me at the store, and I needed your opinion type serious. <laughs> right? Which, uh, yeah, she just started fucking laughing at me and shit, and then I was just like, what? You know, and then I kept bugging her. I was just like, you you, you never, like, uh, like, uh, it was almost kind of like, like, uh, a married couple. You know, her. she's like, you never take me serious. <laughs> It was kind of a moment like that, except it was between uh, brother and sister and shit, right? And it was just like, it was the... It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this probably has siblings like that, you know? Like, uh... And to to I say, you know... Enjoy the time that you have with your siblings because one day y'all aren't going to be living together and all of you are going to be doing your own thing and going your separate ways and crafting your own paths. You know, that's why it's really important that, uh, you know, you try to enjoy the most, you know, of what you got with what you're given. You know, because even though me and my family had a lot of issues growing up and the shit that we went through, Honestly, we went through more shit than we really should have. But at the end of the day, you know, it was moments like that that uh, made us who we are. And as um as me and my siblings are uh, not living together anymore, right? It's uh it honestly makes me appreciate the times that I had with them even more. You know, because despite all the bad times that our families had, right, we've had many moments of, uh, uh, what's the word? I'm like, positivity. You know, and we learned and we grew with each other. Uh, cause like, I, and I'm not just talking shit, bro. I'm just being serious. Like, I have the best brother and sister on the face of the earth. The best, incomparable. There is no one. And I repeat, no one that tops those two. Absolutely nobody. You know, and I mean that because, like I said, we've had so many great fucking moments together. So many to the point where it's like, thinking about it almost kind of makes me want to cry. But yeah, always... uh, even if your siblings or people are always giving you a hard time or getting on your case about shit, you know, fear not. Because one day you'll miss all of that. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Because the interesting thing is, right, I remember um, when I was thinking about it, right, I never cried at the fact that uh, we were splitting up. And going our separate ways, you know, I actually felt more happiness and more joy from it. You know, because now that everyone was going their separate ways and forging their own paths and creating their own future, you know, it made me um, realize, but it also made me appreciate um, all the times that we had growing up together. Uh, Because, like I said, we learned a lot from each other.
right? And it's moments like that that makes me forever grateful for it. Because uh, I was sad at the fact that we were all going our separate ways, you know, but more or less, I was more happy for the situation. And the reason why is because I seen the amount of joy and happiness that, you know, separating was bringing, you know, because now that everyone was able to do their own thing, you know, I found more peace in that because the next time I see them, right, they'll have a whole bunch of shit to say. Uh, I still keep in touch with them, for sure. Every now and then I'll uh, phone or talk to them. Sometimes hang out, you know. Because <laughs> that's just the type of person I am, bro. Oh, actually, speaking of... um, So for all my listeners... um. I decided to uh, get off the high horse and uh, invest and uh, installing uh, different uh, forms of social media. Uh, I used to be on Facebook, but now I um, just recently installed Snapchat. And I'm going to be also installing Instagram here pretty soon because I figured uh, the more multimedia platforms I have, the more... Uh, I can market my uh, podcast to get it out. And for all my listeners who want to be more involved, or if you want to like follow me or do whatever, uh, you can find me on Snapchat now. Snapchat is up and running, and I have my Snapchat account ready. I just need to get Instagram and things like that, then I'll uh, be re ready to go. Uh, I figured, because uh, I find that there's a lot of people who uh, use uh, mainstream media and social media for the wrong purposes. You know, because when social media is used in the in the right terms, you know, it's something that really can be beneficial and helpful. You know, so I figured. You know, what I would want to do is create an even more positive environment by uh, just posting positive stuff, but also give updates to my podcast as well, along with other things that I might be doing as well. So if, uh, if, any, if, if anyone is interested in following me on Snapchat for now, uh, my name will be uh, just Kiefer Tilly, and you should be able to find me on Snapchat. <laughs> Some would say I'm moving up in the world, but the truth is I'm still uh, relatively uh, a big fish. Well, no, not a big fish in a small pond. I'm relatively more or less uh, a small fish in a huge ocean of a lot of stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff. So I figured um, if I promote the uh, podcast more by uh, being more involved with, because uh, I was reluctant, well, I was I wasn't too thrilled about um, being on a lot of social media platforms. You know, but from the communication standpoint, you know, it's something I'm going to invest in. You know, because I feel like if, if you want to see change in the world, right, you have to be the one to initiate that change. Right? So for me, seeing all the stupid shit that I've seen on the internet, right, which kind of made me avoid all that stuff and like getting Instagram and Snapchat and things like that. You know, I figured, you know, I can uh, kind of change the rule book around. You know, if I post content and my uh, stuff and make positive uh, things out of it, you know, it can be very beneficial towards my uh, podcast, but more importantly, it'd be really beneficial to um, all my listeners as well.
So yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way. So that's kind of what I'm uh, going for now. I got Snapchat and all kinds of stuff, right? Which will be up and running here. And uh, once that uh, happens, like I said, you can uh, find me on Snapchat. And you can also find me on Facebook too. Um, if you're looking for me on Facebook, uh, you'll find the name Kiefer Tilly. And the profile picture will be a rooster. A picture of a rooster. Because I have two Facebook accounts. One is more of a private account. And the uh, other one is more of a public account. The public account is the one you'll be looking for. It's a picture of a rooster. As a profile picture. <laughs> Which actually speaking of the rooster. So how that uh, profile picture came about. right? And this is a funny story. I was sitting in math class one day, right, bored out of my gourd. Just absolutely bored out of my gourd, right? And uh, out of nowhere, right, we've seen a lot of commotion going on in this little courtyard, right? So we're all wondering what it is, right? I'm wondering what it is. We're all wondering what it is. I look out the window, and there's just a rooster running around, like an actual rooster just running around the place. So all of us are kind of just sitting there like, uh, what the fuck? And then I decided, I'll just take a picture of the fucking thing, because you don't see roosters just walking around town that often. So what had happened, right, was somebody brought a cage full of roosters, and one of the roosters somehow picked the, the cage open and got out, and was just literally just roaming around the, the courtyard and around the school. Big ass turkey or chicken rooster or whatever. And yeah, it was fucking. <laughs> it was hilarious. Fucking. It was absolutely. It was phenomenal, honestly. Like, the reason why it was phenomenal to me was because it was just like. You like you never see shit like that, which is the funny thing. Well, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It really depends. Right, for me, right, it's just like, I was just, it was too good of a story, and it was too good to be true. You know, I'm just chilling in my math class, just sitting, minding my own business, and then all of a sudden a fucking rooster is literally just walking around the place. Yeah, basically that rooster picture ended up becoming uh, my profile picture on uh, my public account on Facebook. Which is actually pretty funny. But yeah, so just Snapchat and Facebook are pretty much the only two social media platforms that I currently have right now. And if anyone is interested in following me, you can on Facebook or Snapchat. Uh, fuck, um, shit, what's going on? This is weird, there's like this weird buzzing sound coming out of my headset, what the fuck? Here, give me a sec. Okay, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good, okay. Technology, man. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's horrible. Uh, I think I've got a pretty good headset for now. Or at least I think it's a good headset at the least. The A10s or whatever they're called. They're actually not too bad. They got like a nice uh, bass sound on them. I like. That's what I like about them the most is they have like a really nice bass surround sound type thing for the headset. Plus it's really good for uh, talking as well. I had to get a new uh, microphone for my podcast too because like the audio quality for some of my episodes were really bad because I was literally using... Uh, Literally just using, um, just like a regular earbuds, but the cord was like really snatched up and it was just, yeah, it just made like this, uh, electrifying sound every time I tried, uh, listening to stuff on it and it was weird. It was so weird. It was so weird. 
fuck though. Speaking of headsets, bro, I don't like. Don't you hate it when you have moments where you like you break so much headsets and shit to the point where like you're like the next one you buy, you literally protect it with your life. That's how I feel, bro. Cause I remember I had a really nice pair of Samson headphones. They lasted me like a good long while, and I remember how I broke them. It was so stupid. One of them fell out of my ear as I was on my way out the door, and as it fell out the ear, it slipped between the crack of the door when I uh, shut the door, and the headset got caught inside the door, and I remember um, just walking forward because I didn't notice, and it literally just took the, the earbud part right off and like snapped it in half, and I was like, dude, oh my god. And I just sat there looking at it, and I was just, I was just so angry. I was like, oh my god. How did this happen? I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> and it was like the worst feeling ever. Because like, to me, right, it was a decent pair. It was a decent uh, he pair of headsets, right? And for the most... Apparently, it's like one of the most common ways to actually break your headset, apparently. Cause I talked to like some friends about it, and like even they said that they've done this exact same thing, and I was like, no way. But I was like, the headphone gods were not pleased. They punished me in the worst horrific way possible, and it sucked too, cause like my headset wasn't even working after that neither, or not my headset, my earphones. The other uh, left earphone wasn't even working after that neither. And the reason why I was trying to bring the headset right was because I was heading to the store. Or just heading out to kind of chill out and shit like that. You know, and I kind of felt like blocking the world out of my head. And then it, it just sucked and it, it, just, it hurt so bad. I just walking around busted pair of headset and he earphones in my pocket. So depressing. <laughs> Never have I ever. Well, actually, you know what? No. I wasn't. Actually, you know what? I said that, that wasn't as bad as what happened to my friend's headset, actually. I think, like, me and this was a couple of years ago. Me and him were uh, playing a match at Call of Duty. Right. And what had happened, right, was. He was getting he was uh he, he was getting ragged on by a group of guys on there, right? And he he was getting really angry about it. And he got sniped for the final kill count for the final kill cam. And all I remember was hearing like high pitched screaming and then it started fading in and out. And all of a sudden he disconnected and I was like, What the hell? And then he sent me a text message saying that he broke his headset and I was like, How did you break your headset? And then he just goes, I lost control, and I threw him off my head, and they broke. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Jesus. Probably shouldn't have done that. That's why it's always, uh... like, don't get me wrong, sometimes I do think it's funny. Like, I'll admit it, sometimes I do think it's, uh, pretty funny when, uh, you see guys rage out at video games under the right circumstances. But I've known some dudes that got, like, literally boiling hot over it, and they actually would, like, break shit. And I would just sit there with this really unfazed look and I would just tell him to chill out. <clears throat> just be like, hey man, chill out. I'm sure everyone has had a friend like that. I used to have a friend, uh, long time ago and he was like a, a huge hothead. Right? Like literally just little thing would tick him off and he would literally like actually start fights with people and shit over it and then it got so bad to the point where like i told him i was like dude you gotta chill out man 
you know, and then he got up in my face and was like threatening to do some shit to me, right? And it was after that, you know, I was like, see you, buddy, you know, and then uh, me and him uh, never hung out again after that. Just because there's only just, there's only so much um, behavior you can tolerate from an individual, right? And if the person is just getting to the point where it's a no choice, like you have to like dump that person, then you have to do what's right for yourself. And if you feel like uh, having somebody like that around isn't healthy, right, then it's your right to make the right decision for yourself. Uh, there's a lot of guys I had to say uh, say goodbye and say no to. Right? And with uh, good reason. And with absolute good reason. Because there's just some guys you can't have around, man. Like, sometimes, like, they just they just always go out of their way to just uh, ruin your vibe. Or just ruin everybody else's vibe because they're not happy with themselves. And it's like, fuck, man. Sometimes it makes you wish, like... Uh, fuck, what's... The... Damn it! Once again, man, I, like, it's, it's always right there, and I just... Fuck. Fucking always the same shit, man. <laughs> always the same shit. Actually, let's see here. I actually got an idea. Hopefully this, uh... Well, what's the song? Uh... Yeah, that that right there is like one of my favorite songs for sure. Uh, it's the Jerry Lee Lewis version of uh, Baby What You Want Me To Do, which is a famous, uh, it, it was originally a famous blues song that uh, ran off of uh, 12 Bar Blues type uh, chord style, if that's how you say it. I remember like um, hearing that, just the drum beat and the harmonica always just makes me juice because it's like, it's perfect harmony, and it works so perfectly. Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis, man. <laughs> Dude's a hell of an artist, man. I think he's, like, one of the greatest artists of all time, but, like, damn, man. The rock star life hit him hard. Those, all those dudes, Chuck Berry, fuck, all those dudes, man. The, the end of the 1950s was a... <sighs> the end of that uh, decade of rock and roll was tough, man. A lot of shit happened. Like, fucking Chuck Berry got in trouble with a minor. Jerry Lee Lewis married his teenage cousin or some shit like that. Fuck. Couldn't make this shit up, man. Couldn't make this shit up. I remember watching a documentary about that, you know, and I'm just, it just makes me think, right? It's like... <sighs> What makes you think something like that uh, would be cool, you know? There's, I mean, like, <laughs> like just sitting around one day, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, shit, you know, I think my uh, my cousin's hot, you know, like, fuck. Like, that's just fucked, man. Like I said, I think the dude is one of the greatest artists ever, and I think, like, his piano playing and his shit's really stellar, but, like, damn. 
and it's weird because like after a while it's just something people kind of accepted which is weird you know like every time he's on tv with his cousin with his wife cousin slash whatever everyone's just completely fine with it all of a sudden they're just like fuck man he had to have paid off a lot of guys you know, it was kind of like a, a Jeffrey Epstein, um, Jeffrey Epstein, if that's how you say his name, Jeffrey Epstein, is that what it is? Jeffrey Epstein. It was like, yeah, Jeffrey Epstein situation where he's just like, he's paying everybody off so nobody gives a shit about what he's doing. Funny thing, did he actually kill himself? That's a question I always ask myself, you know, because they say he got like, I think like they said he killed himself. I'll actually look this up because I want to make sure I got this right. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, so like, apparently like, yeah, the news and everything was saying that he killed himself. Right, which is like, it's interesting because it makes me think like, did he really kill himself? I don't think Jeffrey killed himself. I think either somebody killed him. You know, I have a good feeling that it was because somebody killed him. Because you know, there's just no way. He, you know, all of a sudden, you know, he's going through all that shit. He gets found out. You know, actors like Jennifer Lawrence and people like that were literally praising the guy for so many years. And then all of a sudden, you know, people find out that he's a piece of shit that's going behind the scenes. And then all of a sudden, everyone is anti-Jeffrey Epstein. It's just like, fuck off, man. That's why Hollywood is so corrupt and garbage. It, like, that's hands down. That is why Hollywood is corrupt and garbage. You know, there's only some... People in Hollywood that are still good, like Brad Pitt, for example, and same with Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, I remember, I still remember after he got the uh, Oscar for The Revenant, his uh, thing on climate change. I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, other than that, though, it's just like you see all these actors that literally were praising the guy and were like friends with the dude for years. And then this comes out. And then all of a sudden, everyone's just anti Jeffrey Epstein, you know. Which I understand why, you know, like, you know, because, you know, as actors, right, you crave attention and the spotlight always has to be on you constantly. So you're totally going to completely forget about all the praising and all the good things you were saying about the guy. Because in this culture now, where when things like this come out, you know, everyone just jumps ship and they're like, oh yeah, I, I always knew he was a piece of shit. Like he was doing some pretty sketchy stuff, man. Like I knew it from, and it's just like, oh, well that's funny. Cause a couple months before his death, you were saying how much of a nice guy he was and how much you loved him. Right. And it's just like, Hmm, fuck Hollywood, man. Like I said, corrupt pieces of shit, man. They always have to have the spotlight on him. That's why it was just like with the George Floyd incident, right? With, uh, one of those fucking officers murdered the guy. You know, all those actors using the black and white film camera thing, film filter thing, and saying, like, I take responsibility. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shit just makes me laugh. It's so it's so cringy. It's just like, you take responsibility for what? Like, what are you, what are you exactly taking responsibility for? Nothing. You're an actor. You just want attention, okay? I'm not doubting that, you know, you generally feel about the situation, right? But you're in no position to make political statements about shit, especially if you are literally doing it for attention, which is straight up what they were doing. They were doing it for attention, you know, because a lot of them, they, they had makeup on, right? They were propped up. They had their best acting going on. You know, because they were trying to sell you that it was serious. 
the black and white film stuff. Some of them even had sad music playing in the background. And it was just like, oh my god, man. Just fucking, just shut up, please. Just please. Nobody wants to see shit like that. And the reason why is because shit like that is unnecessary. Because literally, it's doing nothing. You know? Like... It still gets me like what the like they they say I take responsibility and it's just like okay like for what for what it's not like you know you were an innocent bystander it's not like you were there when that was happening and shit you know you just read it you seen that you you read what happened you seen that the entirety community of minorities, especially African Americans, were in an uproar. And because you have black friends, and because a lot of your fans happen to also be black, you have to appear appeal to the minorities. Because if you don't say something, you can lose fans, you can lose the spotlight, and actors don't want that. Because if they lose traction, then it's not going to be easy for them to get a good movie deal. Right? And, you know, and I'm not just talking shit. I'm just being real, okay? I'm just being real. Just the way things are and the way people are now, you know, like... Because I was trying to avoid the whole George Floyd thing for a while, but I feel like I just got to say something about it now. Because to me, it's not a race issue. Those officers didn't kill him because he was black. They killed him because they are corrupt pieces of shit. Who were going out of their way. And basically it was like, I'm the law situation. They abused their power and they killed somebody. You know, people like that aren't racist. And the reason why they're not racist is because... They've done that shit to different minorities before. They've done it to white people. They've done it to Asians. They've done it to black people. And the amount of officers and and the thing that was messed up too is like the dude's killing the dude while people are filming him. You know, that is a psychopath right there. You know, he was flat out committing public execution. You know, and, and it was fucking, and it was horrible. You know, it was absolutely horrible. And those officers, man, like, it's... If it were up to me, they would have gotten a death penalty. If it were up to me, they would have gotten the death penalty. You know, because I kind of like the old uh, Roman Empire type law shit. You know, eye for an eye. You know, you you kill somebody out of cold blood. You know, you die the same way. But unfortunately... Unfortunately, they don't the the death penalty isn't really a thing, especially in Canada, unless it's severely severe, you know. And the reason why the death penalty isn't a thing isn't because it's inhumane and it's cruel. It's because they figured out they can make more money off of people's taxes by throwing more people in prison. The more people that are in prison, the more beneficial it is to them business-wise. Because people's taxes pay for those prisons, and they pay to keep those guys in there, which is why a lot of taxes go into prisons and shit. It's easier to throw, because personally, I think prison for somebody like that is too good for him. You know, he's in prison, you know, he gets a, he gets a roof over his head, he gets a bed, he gets a cell, three meals a day. You know, he gets to work out. He gets to do all that stuff. Because as an officer, for sure, they're going to let him do shit like that in prison. You know, he murdered somebody. And basically, he's living for free. With a roof over his head and three meals a day. You know, guys like that don't deserve to go to prison for that exact reason. They deserve to be buried underneath the prison where they belong. Because psychopaths like that who killed people who kill people shouldn't be walking the earth, but unfortunately they do. You know, and that's why like the whole George Floyd thing, right? 
mainstream media had a field day with the George Floyd thing because mainstream media honestly could give two shits what was going on with George Floyd and his family. What they did was they took that information and they used it to their own advantage. And they targeted different media outlets to create more distractions and to create more anarchy. Right, because there's such a big cultural divide over it. You know, Black Lives Matter was in a huge uproar. And because of that, All Lives Matter was in a huge uproar too. Because they were like, oh, it's not black. It's, it's or whatever they fucking say. Right? They took advantage of a tragedy. And they used it against the public, essentially. Because everyone had such a divided opinion on the matter and it created more anarchy because there were so many people who were against each more people ended up being more against each other as a result because of divided opinions that were manipulated through mainstream mainstream media like because i agree what those officers did was horrible those officers shouldn't even be alive you know because that was flat out public execution murder you know, the guy literally did nothing wrong, and the officers literally went out of their way to do that. But, nah, no, I'm, I'm just going to get off the George Floyd topic. I try to avoid stuff like that just because I know how most people will feel about things like that. That's just kind of my opinion on the matter. You know, if you disagree, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, everyone's entitled to their own opinions. You know, because for me, I'm not, I'm not coming out of a, an uneducated position. You know, like I'm fairly educated on the thing, on it. You know, because I'm just telling it how I see it, essentially. And if you think I'm wrong, then you know what? You're right, maybe. Maybe I might be wrong. Or maybe I might be right. Who knows? I'll leave that up for you to decide. But you know what? Try, you know what? Let's go back on something a little more positive. A little something more positive. One of uh, something that uh, always gets me. Right. So like. Because there's some videos I watch on uh, YouTube. It's amazing how, like, there's a lot of people who love animals, but there's a lot of people who love animals way too much to the point where it's, like, it almost, (laughs) it's almost weird, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, It's, like, this dude had, like, a hedgehog or some shit like that, right? And he had, like, he had this handcrafted mini, mini chair, and this little chubby hedgehog, he's just sit, sit, the little chubby hedgehog is just sitting in the chair, right? It's literally just sitting in the chair, and he's spinning the thing around, and he's got a little hat on it, and he's got like these little like flipper things on it, and I'm just like, holy shit, man! People just have a field day with that shit, and I mean a field day. Because don't get me wrong, like, I love animals just as much as anyone else, you know, but for me, it's kind of like, kind of makes me go like, (laughs) fuck, man, like, I get it, you love your animal, but, uh, you know, maybe kind of tone it down a little bit, you know, or, you know, or, you know, don't listen to me, do whatever you want. If you feel like putting a little hat on a hedgehog and putting it on a little chair makes you happy, then go for it. Don't listen to me go for it like uh the words in the from the wise uh, wizard from charlottetown shia labeouf once said just do it do it <laughs> see i had a little mix of shia labeouf and uh emperor palpatine in there you know i had the just and then just do it the do it thing from uh, Revenge of the Sith. 
Honestly, going back and watching these Star Wars prequels again, I'm pretty sure I talked about this in my last episode. But, uh, yeah, the new Star Wars trilogy sucks, man. And I mean sucks. I mean, Rise of Skywalker kind of had some redeeming qualities, but other than that, though, it sucked. So much so that when I went back and rewatched the prequels again, I was like, the prequels had a better story, and they had... I think, better actors, and everything was just better all around. Especially Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace is the shit. Fucking Darth Maul with a double-bladed lightsaber and a black robe just jumping around doing backflips and using the Force. Like, nothing gets better than that, man. Same with um, Liam Nielsen as the uh, controversial, pretty sure he's high Jedi Knight Qui-Gon Jinn. <laughs> it's funny, man. It's funny shit. And it's awesome, too. It's awesome. It really is. One of the greatest things ever. It's almost as deep as uh, the Bob Ross paintings. You know? Like, actually, speaking of Bob Ross, yeah, shit, man. I mean, like, even though I uh, was born a couple years after that, I'm pretty sure I was, I was born, like, a little while after that guy died. But I love his uh, The Joy of Painting episodes. Because, like, you, I remember uh, me and my brother were watching an episode of uh, Bob Ross's The Joy of Painting, right? Let me and him smoked a doobie, right? So we were really high and shit. We were just sitting on the couch. Our bodies literally sunk into the couches. And we were just watching it. And the dude's smooth, calmy, raspy voice. And his... You know, his positive charm. And just his his outlook on life, you know. It just suckered you into his shit. Because it was just so incident. It, I mean, it was so interesting. I loved it, man. Like, shit... He'd just be sitting there and, you know, and just how passionate he was about it, to be honest, is what got me. He was just like, okay, I got my little squirrel friends. Like, the dude actually had fucking squirrels, okay? The dude, the, the nigga actually had fucking squirrels. And that was the, the thing that got me the most. You know, I remember one episode he actually had a squirrel. He's like... I got my little friend right here. As you can see, he's a little uh, flying squirrel. He's going to join us today. And I'm just going to stick him in my, pocket, in my front pocket like this. And he's just going to watch us paint. And I was just like... And then he's just painting and painting away and painting away and just doing his thing. And then he's like, you know what? Let's add a little more green. How about we add a mountain? You know what? Let's add some trees. And maybe a lake. You know what? Do whatever you want to do. This is your painting, your imagination. And I'm just like... <laughs> I I honestly tried to do that painting thing. I remember I messed up so bad. I I like what I did was I just painted like a big brown blob. And everyone was like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "It's a big brown blob. It's supposed to be a bush." And like it's a blob, and I was like, "I know it was supposed to be a bush. It was supposed to be like a cartoony bush." But it wasn't a cartoony bush. It was just a brown blob of paint. No effort, no creativeness to it. It was just a blob of paint. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that aren't really for like everyone, you know. For me, I'm happy because, you know, I found my joy and my love and my passion for something I think is a uh, very unique you know, but also can uh, be an instrument, a tool to achieve uh, positive influence around the world, you know, and that's music. You know, because I definitely, because every time I play music, you know, there's some days where, you know, my depression kicks in, you know, and I just feel like, uh, jumping off a bridge essentially and then I'll just pick up and play the guitar you know 
and then boom, it's almost like uh it's like a, a feeling of positive positivity and a feeling of love and joy that sets in, you know, when it makes me feel better about myself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, what time is it? 52 minutes. You know what? I'll just uh, end the episode right here. Jesus, fuck. You know what? That was interesting. Just talking about Jeffrey Epstein and then all of a sudden going to George Floyd. That was one hell of a bounce. Anyway. Once again, thank you everybody for tuning in. I always appreciate all the love and support I get. Always. You know, if it wasn't, once again, if it wasn't for you guys, and, you know, from the bottom of my heart, if it wasn't for you guys, this would not be possible. It, you know, and the fact that I'm here, and the fact that I get to express my opinion and views on things, you know, and the fact that people are willing to listen, you know, is something I'm really appreciative about, and it's something I'm really grateful for. You know, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. No matter where you are in the world, stay positive, man. There's always light at the end of the tunnel, you know, because everyone, everyone deserves love, you know. Having a good night, everyone. <laughs>